Welcome to Game Master. Welcome to Game Master. Thank you to the worldwide audience that this show has had recently. I know I've been gone for four months, but my numbers just seem to climb. So thanks for finding my podcast and listening to it. What I've been doing recently that's been keeping me from making my podcast, playing a lot of games and playing poker especially. On that topic, I'd like to thank Jennifer Harmon for her class in Limit Hold'em in Doyle Brunson's Super System 2. I found it greatly helpful, and I'd recommend it to anyone. The next topic I'd like to talk about is comments. Comments are the lifeblood of this podcast, so keep them coming. I try to keep my shows independent, each about a particular game. Conversation can start there and evolve over the shows. I never want a topic to be dead. So if you have a thought about an old show, please send it in. I'd like to go over my topics from my shows real quickly just to get everybody caught up if this is the first show they're listening to. I talked about Oblivion and how great a game that is. It's my favorite game of all time. And I'd like to point people to uh, reviews of that game at greghowley.com. He did a great job of reviewing that game as well. My second topic was the game of Go. We haven't had any comments about that, so I'll just move on at this point. I talked about pod fading a little bit. Several shows are back, so I'm glad to see that they haven't died. And I got an email from Luke at Game Addict Hotline who says he won't pod fade. He's got too much invested in his show, so I'm glad he won't. I really enjoyed his show. On the topic of late release of games, Greg Howley sent me an email. Greg Howley writes, John, listen to Game Master Episode 4 this morning and wanted to give you my take on the late release thing for games. For me, late releases are okay. I'd much rather see a game release late than release buggy. Way too often, publishers decide to fix the game later with a patch so they can hurry up and put it on the market. I learned this with Temple of Elemental Evil, which was a great game, but it got so buggy towards the end that I couldn't play the game's finale. There were a few bug patches, but the slowing down and freezing issue never got fixed. But StarCraft Ghost, which was one of the two games for which I bought a PS2, the other being Resident Evil 4, is apparently never coming out at all. It's delayed indefinitely. I had high hopes for that game. My current most highly anticipated title is Half-Life 2 Episode 1, which is slated for the release at the end of May. Can't wait. He wrote that to me on April 25th, and I just wanted to relate that to you. Now for the main topic today, I'd like to talk about game design, specifically the level of game complexity. There was a game released when I was young called Magic Realm. really enjoyed this game, it had a lot of great aspects to it, and I'm not putting it down with uh, the game design comments I'm about to make because I really do think it's a fine game. But the problem it had was in the level of game complexity. It chose to break the game rules out into seven levels of play, 
which was good in that you could start with the first level and build up your rules knowledge, but the rules were not consistent and they were too ambiguous. To point this out, I looked up a review online and I'd like to read that to you now. It's a review of Magic Realm by Eric Goldberg, and this is one paragraph from his review. The rules writing also indicates that something is amiss with Magic Realm. The rules are explained in a rambling style, making comprehension extremely difficult. Almost every cardinal sin of rules writing is committed within any given four-page span. There are direct contradictions in succeeding cases, loopholes through which a Mack truck can be driven, and vague phrasing where precision is required. Discovering a particular rule is often an adventure in itself. The absence of an index or the burial of an important rule in a massive type will frustrate those players who insist on double-checking the game is being played as written. The butchery of the English language, one of the favorites of the author, is almost incidental in this morass of misinformation. So the problem Magic Realm had was it was just too complex and it led people to be frustrated by the third or fourth level of play they were playing. And for me, who really wanted to have a lot of people to, that I could play this game with, it was frustrating that I couldn't get more people to be interested in what was essentially a decent game. So I'd like you to just think about that topic and if you have any comments, please send them in. We have a very special song today. I saw a movie several months ago called V for Vendetta. The movie was great, but when the credits started to roll, a song stood out to me. As soon as I heard it, I wanted to buy it. I've since paid the offer for the song and written to him asking if I could play it on my show. He kindly agreed, and I'd like to present it for you now. This version of the song doesn't have the added words that were in the song at the credits, but it's a really wonderful song. I hope you enjoy it. Ethan Stoller's BKAB.
Well, I hope you enjoyed the song. I'm glad you stayed around to listen to it. Game Master would like to thank Ethan Stoller, Adam Curry for inspiring many people to podcasts, including me, Cast Blaster, Podshow, Audacity, OneNote, and Creative Smart Recorder. Thank you and see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you.